Welcome to Gain That Tune. going on everybody it's game that tune and we are back in the house once again it's your boy john harrington here we've got john regan with us say hey hey we've got david fleming say hey hey and we've got jesse moore say hey hey hell yeah guys welcome back game that tune in the house for episode 290 and my oh my guys we have got a fantastic show coming up for you if you're uh, just joining us on Game That Tune, highly unlikely as that is, we uh, we do like to explain what we do here. What we're going to do tonight is listen to some video game tunes. We've each brought three songs from a game. We're going to try and guess each other's games based on the songs, a little bit of trivia. We are going to goof off and have a lot of fun, and the winner at the end of the night picks the theme for our next episode and plays some bonus tunes. And our winner, shockingly, last week was John Regan. Johnny with a perfect game last week. A perfect game capping off a perfect episode. Johnny, the round boy of Game That Tune, uh, you know, hmm. rolled out <laughs> triumphant. Hmm. And uh, Johnny got to pick the theme for this week's episode. So, Johnny, uh, tell us what we got. Yeah, so last week, uh, for those that missed it on Game That Tune, um, I, you remember that girl in Willy Wonka the Chocolate Factory who became the giant blueberry? That's basically what happened to me. I got as round as I could, and I just rolled over everybody. <laughs> so, I uh, I won, and for my theme, I decided that we should pick uh, games that you've never finished. Games that you got pretty far, but never actually finished the game. That's our theme this week, games you never finished. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I just want to clarify. Nothing was specified that you had to get pretty far into the game. It yeah, was just I games you that. didn't finish. Right. And also, what does Violet Beauregard have to do with not finishing things? She has more to do with the round. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. You know, the round thing is done, John. You didn't need to make one more round joke. Uh, but I, I guess thanks for well, that. She didn't finish the tour. <laughs> That's, see, that is That's how true. you should have That's fucking... True. That was the segue, like you know, much like Violet Beauregard on that Chocolate Factory tour. I didn't finish many games, and therefore the uh, theme for this week is games that you have not finished. You could have made it about any of the characters from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. You could have called the theme Charlie. Charlie. Yeah, he finished the tour. Uh, he Wait. almost didn't. Yeah, he almost did. Willy? He almost but... got DQ'd, baby. Yeah, <laughs> fizzy lifting drinks. So uh, you lose. You yeah. get nothing. Good mm -hmm. day, sir! Exactly. Fucking spit out that gobstopper and get the fuck out of my sight. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, so the, the theme is not uh, incomplete chocolate factory tours, but it is games that you did not finish. And uh, I'm intrigued by that theme, because, man, is the theme like, are, are we going to have to talk about how we regret not finishing these games, or are we going to yes. have games that we're glad that we didn't finish, because they sucked ass? I'm also, curious. Yes to know how it's gonna go <laughs> you know don't spoil my segment john yeah maybe you felt bad because the game sucked ass there's david's problem with so many games and maybe the game felt bad because you sucked ass you know that's Who knows? true david don't did you ever spoil consider that maybe my the, segment johnny <laughs> maybe the game's happy that you didn't finish it because you suck ass 
Oh, damn. This is like a Wreck-It Ralph Toy Story situation where all of a sudden the sprites come to life like, oh, thank God he put us down because he sucked. I mean, that that was kind of like the sentiment at the core of that show reboot, right? Like, the characters kept having to go inside the games and beat the people at them, and, you know, in order for their town to not be destroyed, the people could never win a game. Like, you ever realize that the people in the, you know, whoever's on the outside of Reboot never beat a fucking game in that entire show except, like, once? Like, uh... I was always more concerned about the idea that beating the games would destroy your console or computer. Exactly. It, you know, <laughs> it would kill the poor people living inside your computer. But I, I do like the idea that those people are judging you from inside the computer, and they think you, David, suck ass. And they're glad that you didn't finish these games. <laughs> Don't do that to me. The last thing I need is the idea that my computer is judging me for what I'm doing on the outside. <laughs> can, can you imagine the existential crisis that gamers would have if they found out that games were laughing at them for not finishing? Like, oh, man. <laughs> it would just, you know, ruin some lives. Like, oh, you didn't get the platinum trophy and your PlayStation starts laughing at you? <laughs> like, <laughs> be pretty good. Um, I'm smashing the lid of like a PS of a PS One opening. <laughs> God, yeah, that joke only works for a certain one video game console, maybe two. Saturn, <laughs> yeah, works Saturn, PlayStation, GameCube—the only ones that can really laugh at you. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, we've got five fantastic games. We've got a great fan request, and we just got to jump into it. So uh, maybe. Uh, Actually, in honor of the theme, should we just stop at, like, game four tonight, Judge? Should we only do four of the five games? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah. Sorry, request. You're out of here. <laughs> we'll, see how it, we'll see how it goes, man. Maybe the, maybe the chat will judge us that the show sucks ass and we'll just not finish. <laughs> so we're going to do the one thing that we've all done with these games. We're going to start the game now. Game one.
All right. So originally, this game was um, had an Aztec aesthetic, but it was soon replaced uh, by inspired, uh, but, but by a theme more inspired by BDSM, and uh, one of the producers assigned to the game showed the developers a bunch of fetish magazines, such as like Skin Two. I'm not sure. I think that's a German thing. And BDSM DVDs as reference for the desired art direction. Uh, just some bonus trivia. Um, let's give you time to write down your incorrect answers. Um, this game's uh, very loose plot was uh, inspired by the musical Cats. So before I reveal my answer, I just want to say, what? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> huh. All right. So let's let's see what what you guys were trying to get. Whoa, Johnny with Legends of the Hidden Temple of the Game? Nope. Um, John with BMX Triple X? Nope. And David, a game right up David's alley. Um, maybe. Um, it's This is Thrill Kill. So yes, this is a Thrill Kill. Um, so, uh, here's the thing about Thrill yeah. Kill. So, so I've never played you, this game. <laughs> I've never played this game, so I was unable to finish this game. The reason I've never played this game is because it was never officially released. Um, it was, uh, canceled. Mm-hmm. Therefore, it was itself an unfinished game. Um, whoa, whoa, hold on, Jesse. Are you trying to tell me that the Aztec-turned-BDSM Cats game was cancelled? Surely well, you jest. <clears throat> the thing is, though, like, I, I did some digging on this game, because this game is, like, uh, legendary from back in the day. It was the game, you know, like, me and my friends would talk about, like, reading about it in magazines, being like, they're really gonna make a game like this for PlayStation? Like, it was, it was going to be the first four-player fighting game, like, like, Power Stone, but, like, well, originally, the, the very first take of this game, before it was called Thrill Kill, it was supposed to be based on that Mesoamerican ball game where you, like, have to, like, knock the ball into, like, that little hoop with your, like, hips. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <clears throat> so, like, not a killing fighting yeah. game at all, but a game of, yeah. like, vertical so ball-based basketball? Yeah, and they were like, you know what? The, the We really like the big 
you know, burly Aztec dudes, like, beating the fuck out of each other. But we don't like the whole ball thing. Can we just get rid of that? And they're like, okay. Yeah. So then they, so then the game was just, like, Aztec guys just, like, ripping each other's arms and shit off. I'm into it. And, the, and they're like, okay, this is kind of cool, but have you ever seen BDSM? <laughs> and they're like, hmm. And so they made, like, all these wacky characters. There's a dwarf in, like, a leather daddy costume on stilts. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, there's, like, a, a dominate... Like, you need to look at the characters. This, I'm looking at the... It's oh, ridiculous. I'm looking I'm at looking. the character list now, and um, one of the characters is the Imp, a dwarf leather daddy with a hatred for tall people who oh, died yeah. after sticking stilts into his legs. Yeah. Oh. See, you might be wondering why, how it's connected to cats. Um, so I, I've never seen cats either version, but I guess it's where like one of the cat, like whoever is the best cat gets to be like reborn or some crap. So in this game, whoever is the best degenerate gets, uh, to be resurrected and that's, there's your cat's connection. Mm. Um, uh, like one of the characters is like a dude with his like hands handcuffed behind him the entire fight, which is kind of upsetting. Um, like a lot of it is like really weird takes on mental illness. And so n- none of the characters are themselves like the characters from cats. There's no, nobody that no. looks like a big humanoid cat. No, there's like an alien guy. <laughs> That's disappointing. I mean, if you're going to in any way, you know, honor cats and you have a game in which people can kill each other. Make a human-sized cat that can kill somebody. I mean, that's you know that just seems <laughs> like it makes too much sense. At the bare minimum, have a guy come out just cl- clearly jacking it and name him Rum Tum Rum Tum Tugger. Yeah, there you yeah. go, baby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, it's like a, that's the only the character in cats guy. I can name too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But there's a lot of like wacky characters. Um, I'm I'm looking at the character and list now, and I'm like, I don't know how I feel about these characters. Until I You're get about to cats or thrill kill. Until I get to Belladonna, a librarian who became a dominatrix. Like, okay, I'm sold there. So they all had finishing moves and stuff, and they had to change some of them because apparently they just went too far overboard. And I think one of hers was, um, it basically looked like she was giving um, her opponent oral pleasure, and then like they would just die, they would explode. But they're like, eh, let's, I guess we'll have to make it so she's tickling them instead. Now, is it like a, a killer instinct a type thing where she does job. oral pleasure so well that they just keel over and die? Something like that. But, like, they okay. had to change it. Um, Could you imagine that meeting so, where you get called into a conference room and your boss just starts setting porno down on the table in front of everybody? I've been waiting for that for months. <laughs> years, even. <laughs> Well, it depends. I have so two like, bosses. Uh, like, one of them I'd be fine with that. The other I would not be okay with. Right. All depends on the boss, Jenny. <laughs> the dick boss. Um, so, like, um, this company, when they made the game, uh, they got bought out by Westwood Studios. And then Westwood Studios got bought out by Electronic Arts. Right. And then Electronic Arts canceled the game. Yeah. And then um, they didn't tell them right away. They didn't, so they found out, like, reading magazines. They're like, 
hey, how come it says our game is canceled? What the fuck? <laughs> and then EA, they're, they're like, hey, EA, what's up? Like, oh, yeah, that game, that game's real violent. And so yeah. <clears throat> what we talked they to did Joe was... Lieberman, and he said we should cancel it. <laughs> no, no yeah. never talk to Joe, you idiot. <laughs> He's the bad one. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> fuck. And um, so then what they did, they uh, kind of changed some of the characters around made it just a tiny bit less violent and they like shopped it around to like other companies. Mm -hmm. I've been waiting for you to get to this point because I'm curious as to why you didn't just pick the game that it became. Well, because this is more fun to get the ride to get here. Yes, yes. And it leaves it open for me to eventually use this game even though it's been 290 episodes and I haven't used it yet. (laughs) Yeah, which is surprising. Yeah, Uh, I know. So they went to Activision and they're like, you know what? We like the idea of this four-player fighting game stuff, but what if it was the Wu-Tang? <laughs> and so they're like, now you're talking. Mm-hmm. So that's when Wu-Tang Shaolin style came out. God. Um, what a game. Which apparently was, was actually fairly good. Um, which they should make more video games about rappers. No shit. So, I mean, Been saying that I mean, for years. Been calling um, for that Def Jam Fight for New York remake for a long yeah. time. That'd be great. Yeah. They also made X Men Mutant Academy and um, that Mortal Kombat Shaolin uh, beat 'em up that was pretty good. And they were actually working on a, a sequel called Fire and Ice because in the first Shaolin you play as like Kung Lao and Liu Kang and yeah. you just go around beating up demons, which sounds awesome. And so then they made a new one. They were working on one called Fire and Ice where you play Scorpion and Sub Zero. And I'm just now I'm so sad that doesn't exist because that sounds cool too. That would be pretty fucking sweet. Yeah. Yeah. If there were competent people working on those Mortal Kombat spinoffs back in the day, we could add a lot of fun games. There are fun characters in that series, <clears throat> but uh, alas. But I just don't get why we don't have more. Like you take characters from a fighting game and throw them in a beat 'em up. Right. That just writes itself. It really like, does. Fucking. Like, I would play, like, a fucking Street Fighter where you get to play as, like, Blanca and you just go around punching people in the face. Say, and Detective Blanca. Them. They've done the reverse. Like, Sodom and fight, Cody yeah. and Guy all in Street Fighter. Like... Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, uh... It seems like it does write itself, and it seems like Subspace when... Subspace Emissary. When they do make those games, they <laughs> end up coming out and kind of sucking ass. Uh, I, you know, Death by Degrees is the one I think of. Uh, but like, just because they come out with one that sucks ass doesn't mean they shouldn't keep trying to find one that doesn't. Like, yeah, you know, okay, Death by Degrees wasn't great. It was the Nina from Tekken fucking beat 'em up game. D- make a different game with a different character from Tekken. Like, maybe don't put Nina over this time. You know, make a fucking Steve Fox game. Make a make a fucking you know Jin and Kazuya team up beat 'em up game. Like, you know, something like that. Just uh, just spitballing here. That, you know, just because this one didn't work out doesn't mean you shouldn't keep throwing these characters out there. Like. What, are you not, like, making money? Come on. Can we make a beat-em-up game starring Belladonna from Thrill Kill? Like, can I be yes. a dominatrix library? Oh, good point, Jesse. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like that kind of eventually happened. Uh, oh, here you go. Here's, maybe here's not the, quite the, so explicit, one. but, uh, yeah. Bayonetta feels like the logical endpoint of all this. Um, but yeah, um... How Man. about a, a game? It's about Yoshimitsu, and he like hops in between Tekken and and uh, yes. uh, Soul Calibur. Yes, and like he interacts. It's basically Kingdom Hearts, 
but with those two universes and Yoshimitsu. Well, I mean, that's but like Tekken and Soul Calibur are in the same universe. It's Namco's universe, so you know all it really needs to be is like you know Yoshimitsu Generations. Yoshimitsu, yeah, he, he exists throughout time. He keeps showing yeah. up. He's great. Can we please get Dig Dug, but with Yoshimitsu? Yes. Yes. Anytime. He could walk on those swords and fucking oh, dig a little no, dirt. No. Yeah. I want fucking him driving a car and Ridge Racer. Yeah, exactly. Oh man, you know Yoshimitsu really he is the key to the whole thing. He gets around. He's he's got the crossover get, possibility. Can we get the guy from Dig Dug Yoshimitsu and a Ridge Racer car, but like in BDSM outfits and fighting each other? Now I'd be we're into talking. That, yeah. Yeah, like, you know, Yoshimitsu just, like, fists the car's tailpipe, and uh, the Dig Dug guy then, like, pumps up Yoshimitsu a story with, like that. with a bunch of air and blows him up. You know, Pac-Man just I, wanders in with a ball gag. Yeah. Oh, man. What happens to Pac-Man if you ball gag? Like, does he just eat right through the ball, or does it actually stop him? I, you know, I don't know. These questions need to I be think, answered. I think he comes. That's what happens if you ball gag him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no one's ever done this to me. Whack! And boom. Uh... Um, yeah, man, that's going to make a good uh, episode tag. Yes. Uh, man. I like the idea of giving Pac-Man a ball gag, and then it's just like, uh, pew, 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 pew. Mm-hmm. No one's ever stopped him from closing his mouth before. It just, you know, oh, just got his rocks off. Um, <laughs> man. Uh, great, uh, great start, Jesse. I'm so sorry that you have to be game over right off the bat for picking a game that never even existed, but... I appreciate it. But it's the unfinished. Effort. Yes. It's That's sh- the theme. Unfinished games. Games that you yourself never finished. I've never finished this you game. You never started it because it doesn't exist. I've never I mean, <laughs> I, but he I, has it a doesn't point. I could, you could you never it. finished it. Well, if that's the case, I should have gone. I should have just fucking picked music. You and should have. You should a have. Game that doesn't even fucking exist. <laughs> you should have. Oh, man. <laughs> Great. Okay. Uh, fine. You know, my, uh, Johnny, vamp for a little while. I gotta go. Just choose some music, and my game's gonna be books. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> it's gonna fucking not even be a video game. How about that? Did you finish Ooh. it? Okay. No, I've not finished many books. Then it fits the theme. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have to game be a game. Doesn't team. have to be a game you can finish. You know, what is anything on this show anymore? <laughs>
So this is our fan request. Um, this is one of the few games in the series to not include a UFO ending. Uh, however, there's an object that can be found in the game's data that implies that the UFO ending was originally planned but later dropped. While you guys are finishing your answers, I'll mention that this is from our super fan tier producer, um, Ann Kerrigan, who places request on GameThatTune.club. Whoa! <laughs> oh, man. That sounds whoa, awesome, whoa. Johnny. What's GameThatTune.club? GameThatTune.club is our exclusive, our own social media site. I should say exclusive because it, it federates. It can talk to... People at Mastodon, Pluruma, you know, uh, a pixel fed, whatever. No, uh, but it is our own personal little I social media site. You can go sign up on. Mean. What's that, cool. Jesse? I said I still don't know what any of that means when you say Fediverse or the mammoth thing. I'm just like, cool. You know what? I'll explain it in one sentence. You know how email works, where you can just email people and you don't have to give a shit about if they're on Yahoo or Gmail. Yeah, that's yeah. all Fediverse is, but applied to social media. Okay. <laughs> That's, That's cool. All right, Can so let's see some answers. All right, so Jesse says StarCraft Ghost, which is incorrect. John drew a <laughs> unfinished penis, which is uh, kind of correct. And then David says Silent Hill The Room, which is the most correct. This is Silent Hill for The Room. Oh, I'm sorry. I got the subtitle, but not the number right. 
I, I give you the point, David. <laughs> no, that was a, that was a rhetorical comment. Ah. So yeah, is this the the Tommy Wiseau? Uh, uh, immediately, Hill? that is my question. I'm sorry. Is that is did they make a Tommy Wiseau Silent Hill? Oh my god! You know, honestly, Tommy it feels Wiseau like Silent if Hill? anybody oh, was going to make a Silent Hill, it should be Tommy Wiseau. Uh, yeah. Great oh, story, Pyramid Head. <laughs> You're tearing me apart, Pyramid Head. That's all I know about <laughs> yeah, sorry, yeah, Pyramid exactly. Head. You can't make deeper references than that. <laughs> I did not hurt <laughs> you. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> so, it's not that then. Uh, no, this is... Uh, so, apparently, this originally started development as a game called Room 302. And there's a theory that they just kind of threw Silent Hill in there to make sure it would sell. Good but, idea. Yeah. Uh, did, this, did this come out before or after the movie The Room? Oh, good question. I can't remember when The Room came out. This came out in 2004. That's around the same time as The Room, isn't it? Didn't that come out in yeah. 2004? man. They might have been in co-development. They might have been copying off each other. Yeah, because this came out in June, so we'll have to have somebody look up when The Room came out. Uh, the Room came yeah. out in... The Room first premiered in Los Angeles June 27th, 2003. Oh. oh wow! So the room beat Silent Hill to market, man. Silent Hill should be ashamed of themselves ripping off the room like this, right? Tommy Wiseau was probably owed a lot of money, dude. I bet you he could get it. <laughs> Tommy Wiseau, it's a winnable, it's a winnable case. <laughs> Tommy Wiseau can one always get it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. See, I, I forgot you're talking about money when you were saying get it. I was like, I don't know that Tommy Wiseau can get it per se. Oh, he can. Can't? Can he not? I mean, come on. There's something about that Tom, man. Tell me why so is a an certain magnetism man. <laughs> yeah, okay. but like he doesn't recognize that, right? That's what makes yeah, him so exactly. great. Self-confidence, baby. He's yeah. got it in spades. <laughs> yeah, he's the most confident man I've ever seen. David, if you had any self-confidence, you could also be Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's a compliment <laughs> that's or an that's insult, the goal, right? It's uh, you know, it's a pep talk. <laughs> aspire to be Tommy Wiseau, David. John, why are, why are you saying these things to me? You're tearing me apart. <laughs> Sorry. Dude. So so anyway, Johnny. So yeah, unlike the other other Silent Hill games, this takes place, I think, mostly in a single apartment. That's fucked up. And then holes appear in walls to take you around to other things. Oh, okay. I was going to say, like, it seems really lazy to have a whole game take place inside a single room. <laughs> like, I would have thought that the, the title would have been kind of, like, uh, you know, subverted in some way. I'm glad to know it is. You're going to find holes in the apartment. Like, you're talking, like, mouse holes? Like Tom and Jerry? Well, oh, well, please. Well, human-sized mouse holes. <laughs> okay, even better. <laughs> oh, yeah. Doors, you mean. <laughs> doors. That would kind of suck to like live in an apartment and then suddenly there are holes to fantastic new realms, but they're mice-sized, so you can't really do anything but kind of look into them. God, you can stick yeah. your dick in it and see what happens. Yeah, I try. <laughs> I try to not stick my dick in ethereal, other-dimensional portals. See, I'm glad that you know my brain is still somewhat tastefully intact. Where I, for some reason, first went to. Mouse holes and not glory holes all over my apartment. <laughs> like, yeah, no, my my brain went to like Narnia and just how terrifying that would actually be, right? Well, I mean, you stick your dick in there and fucking Mr. Tumnus starts giving you some gum. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, to be fair, if I stuck my dick into a hole into Narnia, 
it starts off like Lion, the Witch, in the Wardrobe. You wind up in like a snow-covered field. Like if I put yeah. my dick in felt sub-freezing temperatures, I'm yanking That's it out be cool. real fast. Plus, also somebody I mean, starts sucking you have to, like, quick. You'd have to stick your dick into a wardrobe, like, <laughs> and just have it come out the other side to like a snowy uh, village or whatever. Sounds Wait, pretty good, man. David, I, mean, I, you, you, I need some clarification. About your normal business of fucking all your winter coats. I don't dick see the problem. Like, is a wardrobe not enough space for your dick? Because it's like a perfect fit for me. I think. Right. You know, see, oh, that's yeah. The thing. Yeah. It, for me, it, it's David uh, wardrobe dick. It's awkward, man. I'm, I'm saying I have a perfectly capable set of genitals, but like, I don't know. A wardrobe is a little loose for me. It's like throwing a dick in a wardrobe. <laughs> so, David, David, I need a point of clarification. When he says, you know, if you find your ticket snow, you're yanking that real quick. I need to know, are you yanking it out real quick or are you yanking it out real quick? Mm. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> David, you're the one that's in Chicago. You have to answer the questions about whether or not you're fucking the snow. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm fucking the snow, but sounds no, cool. No, <laughs> that's cool, like, man. David, I mean, like you know, on like a cold winter's day, is it possible to like dig a little hole in the snow, stick a cup of like hot cocoa in there, and then like <laughs> bury it and then fuck it? <laughs> I mean, technically yes, but you're <laughs> fucking cocoa. Yeah, but yeah, it's not gonna feel it. It's just gonna burn your dick. But no, if you if you layer it with the snow and then just like start penetrating, do you know how cups work? I mean, that's kind of like like oh, would you fuck a cup of hot cocoa? Like I don't know, John. Would you just spray a shower on your genitals? Like I don't want. I don't want to tell you the week I've been having, but yes, (laughs) after work every day. Yeah. Oh man, I've been. Is spraying a shower on your genitals is called taking a shower, or am I missing something yeah. here? Well, I mean, it's called hygiene. <laughs> when I take a shower, like, I don't just focus on my genitals the entire time. I have I've other things to do. been focusing parts. on my genitals the entire time. I haven't washed the rest of my body. Like, I know yeah, that, that stuff's fine. There's a lot, of, a lot of white people out there that don't wash their legs. I don't wash anything but my genitals. <laughs> my pits rank. My genitals spotless. Pristine. Yeah, it'll rinse down or rinse up. You're fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, anyways. Silent so, Hill 4, The Room. Who here has played Silent Hill 4, The oh, Room? Oh, right. That's what we're talking mm. about. Um, oh, man. I have not played it. What system is it on? Is uh, it still PS2? PS2, Xbox, and then I think later on Windows. Yeah, Windows as well. No to all of those. But uh, I love, if you look up on Wikipedia here, they have a, a, a photo from Games Convention 2004. It's subtitled, A Model of the Hole in Henry's Apartment on display. And it's, <laughs> well, there's like a real toilet <laughs> next to a wall. And I'm trying to figure out, like, did they just put like a picture of a hole in a bathroom wall? <laughs> or like, did they actually, did they install this toilet? Like, does this toilet work? I have a lot of questions about this photo. And, like, I think I say poop in the toilet? <sighs> I mean, it's a survival Johnny, it sounds like we should move on. I would imagine <laughs> there's poop in the toilet. <laughs> That's now, the could whole you, mystery. Could you experience the excitement of a glory hole if you looked over and there was poop in the toilet? 
Do you think that would take you out of it at all, or would you would you would you flush the poop? Why is there a glory hole in my it? bathroom? Well, that's I'm where just a saying, lot of glory holes or are. any bathroom. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, well, if it was in your bathroom, then you pooped and then put yourself well, okay. in the glory hole. It's not that confusing. <laughs> I mean, like, okay, in a r real glory hole situation, it would be in like a public restroom, right? Not necessarily. <laughs> it could be in like a porno theater. Okay, well, there's no toilet in the porno theater. I would hope not. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I don't like where, where is this tangent this is going? going? Yeah, no, I don't like any of this. Johnny, you know, this, uh, you gotta keep us on track or get us out of here, man. You know, this is, uh, <laughs> this is going nowhere. <laughs> Kerrigan, thank you so much for the request. Really great that someone showed up on GameThatTune.club and made a request. We highly encourage you guys to ditch Twitter <laughs> yeah. and join GameThatTune.club. But, man, this, uh, no, we gotta stop this. <laughs> yeah. You found our trick. Talk about unfinished games. How about unfinished segment? Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Game three. <Jesus.
Alright, so the main character in this <clears throat> game is voiced by Kira Buckland, a um, prominent voice actress who has also voiced the princesses in Castle Crashers, uh, Marie from Skullgirls, Falk from Street Fighter V, and most notably, 2B from Near Automata. So, um, who has some guesses or answers? Or penis drawing. Alright, so... Oh, Jesse, that breaks my heart. Uh, John Regan has a penis drawing. Uh, John Harrington has an unfinished penis drawing. And Jesse says, Mega Man Universe. Uh, sadly, everyone is incorrect. Game the over that man. This is Chris Tales. So Chris Tales, um, has anyone played this game? Yes. Jesse, no, you have not played yet, it? But it's it, I have. it piqued my interest as a guy in Florida who flip-flops between the Democratic and Republican Party from time to time and has gubernatorial aspirations. This, no, 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 uh, no, Chris, not Chris. Oh. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I haven't heard of this, actually. Yeah, no, John, you're thinking of so, Chris Ailes, that brewery that he started. Right. <laughs> that secretly gay brewery. <laughs> um, so this is a, 
an indie RPG uh, that was released on Switch as well as like PS4 and Xbox One and, and basically this is like out on everything. Um, and I feel really guilty for not finishing this game because I really like this game. Um, it's got a, a very cool art style. It has kind of like a almost like a cutout animation style, sort of like Paper Mario or that kind of thing. Like, it looks really nice. It has a really good soundtrack. Um, it's got a turn-based battle system, and the, like, core mechanic of the game is your your main character, Chris Bell, voiced by Kira Buckland. Um, she has this ability to, like, see time. So... When you're in the overworld and like in villages and whatnot, you can split the view where the screen is just divided in three. So there's the past, the present, and the future. So mm. like as you walk through, you can see like currently buildings are getting built. And then you like move over and then you see the final building and whatnot. Like it's a really cool mechanic. That's really in, cool. <laughs> it plays into battles, um, because you can your your main party is in the center and you'll have enemies that can either attack on the left or the right so you can shift from the past to the future um so like one of the first bosses is this character in this like huge set of armor and you can't do shit against them so what you do is one of your party members casts like a water spell and gets them soaking wet and then you send them to the future so their armor gets rusted over so you uh, can do significantly more damage to them okay like I like, it's I like a, a good wet status effect that's good it's a really cool mechanic and I just I really enjoyed this game however this might be a game that tuned first um, because I don't think this game is perfect for switch <sighs> um because this game is not like oh. optimized game well on over. Because <laughs> this game is like not optimized for the Switch, and when I say that, I don't mean like, oh, sometimes it dips below 60 frames per second. Boo! Like, no, this game has load times and like mm. really severe load times. Oh. Like. You know how in a in a Pokemon game, like, you'll go into the tall grass and there'll be a flash and there'll be the little graphic of the spinning, like, black, like, doo -doo 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 -doo, everything. This game doesn't have that. You'll just be walking in the overworld because the game does have random encounters. Oh, so great. you'll just be, like, walking in the overworld and then your character will stop. And, like, five to ten seconds later, it cuts to the battle screen. Oh, that's not uh, great. And uh. like I said... The game has random battles, so like, uh, kind of breaks up the action a little bit. Kind of, kind of puts a damper on the exploration a little bit, huh? It does. That was, that was Lost Odyssey's problem. Ooh man! Like, I I'm was... just picturing like Final Fantasy X, where like you're out in the field and like the glass shatters for the battle, and then like nothing happens for ten seconds. Like, no, I wouldn't like that at all. <laughs> like, well, it got to a point where there was like. In the overworld segment, you run into, like, this giant gladiator robot type thing, and you have to fight it as, like, a story progression type thing. And I went up to it, and I was getting my ass handed to me, and I couldn't realize why. And then I realized it's because I was severely underleveled, because 
I went through no battles whatsoever right. because I was like, I just want to get through the overworld as fast as possible. Yeah, damn. Um, and I, I just, I feel so bad because I really like this game. I just, it's the Fire Emblem problem. Like, I love this game. I just don't like playing it. Right. Yeah, you love many things about the game with the exception of playing the actual game. Um, a, a feeling I've had many times. <laughs> like, man, I want to like this. <laughs> and it's like, I feel bad because I was talking to a friend of mine who was like, oh, like, I was looking at this game. Have you played this? Like, yeah. It's like, well, what do you think? Um, it's okay. It's gorgeous. Like, That's a nice soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm giving it a compliment sandwich here. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I enjoy but it. But it looks it's, nice. <laughs> It's like, because I'm, I'm doing my best. Like, I'm trying to get into more RPGs. And I was thinking, it's like, I don't have 100 hours to drop in a game. But then I was looking at this, like, oh, like 20 to 30 hours? Like, yeah, sure, I could beat this game. This will be fun. And then I was playing, I was like, oh, no, this is going to take 100 hours. Yeah, okay. Fuck. <laughs> Dang, man. Because I'm intrigued by that time system. That sounds really cool. Like It's so cool. You know, like phasing, you know, like doing status effects, but letting time affect them. It seems like if, I don't know, it seems like that's got a lot of potential for, I don't want to say wackiness, because if they're not going for wacky, then it doesn't have to be wacky, but it just seems like it'd be really cool. Like You get somebody oh. wet in the past and then you transport them to the future. What are they? Are they wetter or are they drier? Yeah. One of the coolest things is um, you can, like, infect someone with poison and then send them to the future and, yeah. like, all of the poison damage hits them at once. See, and that's the thing. I'm curious, like, because so, yeah, it it seems like you could go, go both ways on a lot of these status effects. Like, you get them poisoned in the past and they send them to the future. Either they're getting devastated by a poison status effect or they've cured the poison in the future and it did nothing. Like... You set them on fire in the past. Either they're a pile of ashes in the future, or they put themselves out. Like, all of these status effects could go either way. It'd be a really intriguing thing to add to the battle system. Like, yeah, it turns out, you know, <laughs> there's, there's multiple outcomes. You you run a risk with uh, you know, playing with time travel here, guys. <laughs> like, <laughs> You've burned me. Cast to the future. Dude, what the fuck was that? Yeah. Like, hey, I just sprayed some water on you. Like, shit. I, I still have a burn here, man. That was fucked up. <laughs> and where have you been? I've been standing here for a decade. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I'm intrigued. It sounds it's, uh, sounds very cool. It's a it's a fun game. And now also most of the time. <laughs> so is it the kind of thing? Can you see it, the future stuff? It only applies to like how the battle plays out. It's not like you get into a battle. And you see in the past, like, you know, okay, right now I'm battling. In the past, I wasn't battling. And in the future, I'm dead. I've lost this battle. Like, it doesn't play like that. Like, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't do, no, like, a you... mindfuck time, like, time shenanigan on you. No, you are, you are consistently in the present. Okay. Um, although, one thing that I think is cool, and again, part of the reason that I love this game you have a sidekick character who is a talking frog in a top hat. Okay, um, now hold on. <laughs> Why didn't we lead with that? <laughs> and like, run it back. Talk about time travel. Run it back to the beginning of the segment. We need to talk about top hat frog. There, Does he sing or like dance? Sadly, no. Um, God, if he did, Johnny. <laughs> but there are times where like you're exploring and everything, so 
you as Chris Bell kind of stay in the present and you cast the like past future so your frog friend goes and when it yeah. goes into the future it turns into a really old frog and when it goes into the past it becomes a tadpole like okay. it's adorable yeah now we're talking <laughs> like you know so old frog being like like a frog with a beard he doesn't have a beard he does just get very bumpy and wrinkly <laughs> okay it's still hmm. good oh man Dave this sounds great uh, I it like is. everything you've said about this game, including the caveat that maybe I shouldn't play it on Switch. I think I might look into this for the PS4. <laughs> it's it's a fun game. It's just like, like I said, those those load times are killer, and I just I wanted to finish it. It just really dragged on me. I mean, I get it, man. Like that's that's the kind of shit that can really damper a fucking like a game experience. That was like the reason I didn't fucking dig Tekken Six. Trying to play Tekken 6 on Xbox 360 sucked ass. You had to wait, like, Every time th you threw a punch, there was 5 to 10 seconds of load. I mean, not that bad, but it really was like, you gotta wait at least 90 seconds for one fight offline to load. It's like, man, I don't want to fucking sit here and, like, make small talk with somebody while I'm waiting to fight them. <laughs> like, the fuck, man? I just want some action. Like, you know, get into it. It took fucking forever. I'm but... gonna beat your ass. Yeah. Eventually, yeah. In, in a few minutes, man. You want to? You, I'm going to the kitchen. You need anything? No, you're good. Okay, I'll, yeah. I'm gonna go take a shit, and by the time I come back, maybe we'll be able to play this round of Tekken. That kind of load time. Um, but yeah, it's <laughs> it's a very sweet, charming game. Um, like I said, I love the graphical style, the soundtrack. It's it's gonna be a beautiful contribution to GTT Radio, found mm -hmm. at radio.gamethattune.com. Um. It's just like, I had a real hard time getting through a lot of this game. Yeah, I hear you, man. It happens. So the question is, and we haven't been asking this question enough this episode, do you plan to finish it? I feel like I should. You know, how far have you gotten into it? Like, how, how far before the load times got to you did you get? So, That's like the real I said, question, I, was, <laughs> I was looking at the game. It's like 20 to 30 hours long. I think I'm like two hours into it. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's like my tolerance level for bullshit on like a downloaded game on Switch. It's like, you know, this isn't quite grabbing me. I have a limited amount of time on this earth. I'm going to turn this off. So, I get it, David. But, but I you, also pressure you to finish it. <laughs> so. I, I should sit down and finish it. Like, yeah. I really should, because I, I enjoyed this game. I truly did. Yeah. That's, you know, that's what's really important, man. If you enjoy it and you can power through, I think you should. Jesse, you said that you played it. Have you enjoyed the game? Um, I kind of <laughs> fell off no. of it, too. It was just... I don't know, it seemed a little... Like, the battle system is cool, but there's just, like, so many moving parts to it that I feel like... I don't know, like, how, but they, I just feel like it could have been streamlined a little easier, or not easier, but it's a real fiddly. Like, you know, you got to do a whole lot of stuff to get one cool little time effect, it seemed like, to me. It is very um, intricate. <clears throat> so, like, just a little fiddly, and, uh... I don't know, it, like, it just didn't grab me, you know? Like, I, I wanted it to, because it seemed cool, the time travel mechanic and stuff, and I don't know, it didn't, didn't get hooked. 
That's how it goes, man. But see, here's the difference. It's mid. Very mid. Ooh, ow. All right, so, David, you know, how much did you pay for this game? Uh, see, the funny thing is, I got this game as a birthday present, so I didn't pay anything for oh, it. Oh, that's great. Jesse, what about you? Um, I played it on uh, Surprise Game Pass. Exactly. So here's the beauty of it. Jesse is in a position to set it down and walk away from it. Never. He's not pot committed because he's on Game Pass. David, someone gave this to you as a birthday present. You're dishonoring them by not finishing <laughs> Thanks, John. That makes me feel so much better. Yeah. So let's uh, let's get you off the show. Good night, and go play some crystals. And uh, crystals. Know, we'll uh, we'll just finish the rest of the game from here. I like mine with cheese. Ugh. Game four. So, this is a game based on the third book in the series, uh, which was released under the same, uh, the book and the game are based on the, have the same name, um, at least in North America. Who's got some? Who's got some answers? Hang on, I just want to confirm. You said this was based on the third book, and it had the same title. Yes. Okay. Give me one second. Another fun piece of trivia is this got a, re- a remake in two thousand nine. Ah, uh, I think I'm off. All right. Let's see those answers. All right, so uh, let's see. 
John says the Bible for Super NES, which is incorrect. Jesse says Sonic Extreme, which is incorrect. And David says Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, which is incorrect. This is the Great Waldo Search. Wait, so... Oh, Have you ever looked at a Where's Waldo book and said, you know, I wish this cost $60 that I could play it on my Sega Genesis or Super Nintendo or NES? No, See, not once. Oof, every day. Ever. <laughs> yeah, because those are mostly played in, like, the waiting room of my dentist's office when I was a kid. <laughs> so, like, no, the thought never crossed my mind at all. <laughs> and then, have you ever also wished that that $60 game had about a third of the pages that the book does? <laughs> like... <laughs> So, like, okay, here's my question. Are you just given a Where's Waldo thing on a screen and you move a cursor to find Waldo? Or are you given a cursor and you move, like, a giant screen? You do move a giant screen, but it only moves left to right. There's no up and down, so it's not that giant. Uh, but you're moving a cursor and you gotta click on, <laughs> on Waldo. And, uh... So, so it's an NES panoramic Waldo game? Yes. And there's five whole levels, and uh, embarrassingly, I never beat this game. Like, Jesus, I read it. John! <laughs> I read it, but I never beat it. And it should only take you about 15 minutes or so See, tops. Uh, although I've, I've seen... I've, I saw a speedrun of this, or somebody beat it in 27 seconds. Yeah, it's I was not say, a hard that seems game. like a logical speedrun. Once <laughs> so, you know where um, Waldo is, it can't be hard. <laughs> um, Adam, who was on our show, um, a pass blaster, at one time, I think he held the record for speedrunning this game. No way. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> That's cause awesome. Because apparently, if you know how to play it, like... Right, you can beat it in like less than thirty seconds, which awesome. is yeah. See, I just want to say, like Johnny, I don't think it's embarrassing that you never finished this game because you saying I never finished Where's Waldo on Sega Genesis doesn't sound to me like, oh, I just wasn't smart enough to figure this out. I think that sounds to me like you got through level two and said this sucks and turned it off. Right. No. And actually, well, I'm I sorry, Johnny. Real quick, is this which? edition is this is this nes snes or genesis genesis oh okay i brought the genesis right, uh, that's what i rented as a kid was the genesis one now, how many times did you rent it that's the question i think just the once okay because if you never beat it and you're like i rented <laughs> yeah. this thing like six times and it's just <laughs> that fucking fourth level man well the fifth level's the bitch that's the land of waldos where everybody looks like waldo right that's the hard mode level. Everything else is pretty easy. And that's what's so frustrating about this game was I right. remember getting to level five very fucking quickly. And then it's been like, God damn it. <laughs> like they all look like Waldo. I mean that that was the that was the name of the game in the book too. Fucking the land of Waldos was a real pain in the ass, man. I, like I don't want to admit how many years it took me to find the correct Waldo in the land of Waldos. It was yeah, many, many years. years. <laughs> See, I don't. Okay, he's and maybe I'm like not not necessarily dating myself, but like maybe I'm admitting no one's something. Here. Maybe I'm admitting something about myself, but like I never read a Where's Waldo book to get to the land of Waldos. But it seems to me like if your goal is to find one Waldo and there's a land of Waldos, like that's bullshit. Well, that's just cheating. Well, yes, that's the whole thing. 
uh, you know, it, it's it's a multiverse problem, David. There's a land yeah. of Waldos where all the Waldos from all the universes the turn up. But we're looking for Waldo Prime. <laughs> Into the Waldoverse. Yes. Oh my and god. Also, you... David, real quick, no one reads a Where's Waldo book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. when I like Looked played at. a Where's Waldo a book? Like, what's the correct book. terminology yes. here? I told you we were going to do a... I was going to go get a game that was a book. This is actually it. <laughs> Jeez, man. I didn't, uh, why would they make Where's Waldo into a fucking game? I feel like there was probably a big demand from dentist offices who wanted to replace <laughs> the books with the game because it was cool. But yeah, like, I don't... I don't know who this game's for. Yeah. Nor do I. I. I feel like it's for grandmas that don't know games to be like, oh, you love Where's Waldo? Let me that's, buy the game. That's Your true. grandma loves Where's Waldo. Well, it's just, it's like a recognizable property for a grandma. Yeah. Oh, for a grandma to buy their kid. Yes. I was. I thought you meant like you bought this game for your grandma because she liked Where's Waldo. That would be fun, and, too. Yeah. And it's, Grandma's it's, not into Final Fantasy, but where's Waldo on NES? Fuck yeah. Yeah, and, and it's definitely significantly easier than the books, because the books are these big, sprawling pages of, like, a lot of shit. I love the books. Yeah. The game is, like, you know, maybe four or five, like, levels of stuff tops, like, and it's only side to side, right? So, like, you can pretty quickly see everything. Like, you're looking at... A, like a two-story building straight on right so you got like people on the ground people in this first floor window second floor window maybe people on top of the building that's what i mean when i say like four to five like levels of things like it's not a lot yeah no nothing about this it computes. almost sounds like you could speed run this game in about 27 seconds yeah i mean like seriously i just you know it's like the whole point of the where's waldo books is that they're nice big books big picture books you know with a lot going on so to distill that down to what amounts to a panoramic image on like a fucking SNES or like Genesis screen, it's just nonsense. Like, why would they ever do that? Like, <laughs> I always thought that the books were way cooler to see all the weird shit yes. going on in the background. There's so like, much cool Waldo shit going on. Was like just when I was done with everything else, it's like okay, there he is. Yeah, no, that's the, the thing. Page. That's the thing. Beauty about those books is like these are giant pictures with a lot of weird stuff going on, a lot of fun little things, and they also eventually they give you other things to find. You're not just looking for Waldo. You're looking for the wizard. You're looking for so this and cane. so. Yeah, you know, all this different stuff in each uh, each thing. And so to take that and just make it for fucking SNES, uh, you know, and just have it be like, yeah, find Waldo on this, you know, fucking scroll. Okay, yeah, there he is. That was easy. Like, you know, it'd be, it, I, I could see it being really cool if it were the kind of thing where you're moving around a large digitized image and it had the, like, detail and maybe you could even zoom in on it somehow of a Ooh. Where's Waldo book on the SNES. That would look pretty cool. And you could, like, tag you know? different things or, like, you know, it would have, like, a checklist or submissions or something. But what this is sounds fucking terrible, John, and you should be ashamed of yourself for not finishing it. <laughs> so, you know, a Super Nintendo Mode 7 style of this would work. Like, Legend of Zelda overall yeah. map, you know. Yeah. Zoom in, zoom out, and find Waldo. Yeah. That's a pretty solid idea. Like, if you just had a, a giant overworld map of Waldo, and <laughs> you could move around to different parts and zoom in, and it's just different scenes. The legend of Waldo. Exactly. A, a Waldo to the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think your next, 
your next streaming, uh, you should stream this game, John. Yeah, you got oh, 27 man. seconds to stream. <laughs> <laughs> See, y'all were going to, like, Link to the Past Mode 7, but in my head I was thinking, like, F-Zero Mode 7, where you're just, like, scanning over a field yeah. trying to find Waldo as fast as possible. Oh, there he went. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like space hair. So I'm... That one didn't have a sock. <laughs> So yeah, this game this game's pretty bullshit and stupid, and uh, yeah. I'm pretty upset that I didn't finish it. Yeah, you should be, Johnny. This is uh, that's truly an embarrassing admission. Like, and I, this I is the classic like rent it, hate it, return it. But like, you had to have finished it. Like, to not finish it, man. Did you tell your parents? Yeah, dad probably. <laughs> that's the day he lost his respect Let's for you. Let's call him. <laughs> Uh, well, well, you can confess to them live on the show and see what happens. It's a good idea. Get them on. Hey, guys. One time we went to Pick of the Flicks and ran Where's Waldo? And I never I never finished it. Yeah. Damn it! God. Oh, your like mom would never break. let you live that down. Your mom down. starts crying. Yeah. <laughs> I spent $5 on that, Johnny, in 1993. That's so much Johnny, more money now. Your <laughs> I just, I what can't do you mean, they... Father? I have no son! <laughs> now, they remade this on the Wii and DS, which kind of makes sense, but, like, I, Way I more hope sense. they... What's that? Way more sense. Yeah, but I hope that they made it bigger. I hope it's not the same side-to-side scrolling. I hope it's the whole page this time. It's literally the Genesis game ported to the Wii. <laughs> on the virtual console. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, can you imagine? Like, <laughs> getting duped into paying $6 for this in 2009. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that'd be funny. I felt duped when I paid $5 in 1993. <laughs> exactly. Man, $5 went a lot further back then. <laughs> anyway, Johnny, well, uh, yeah, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. Um, as ashamed, I that say, I, I as, say ashamed I as I am that it took me, I don't know, 24 years to find Waldo in the land of Waldos. I was looking hard for that Waldo with just one one shoe and it just never happened. It was like last year when I finally found it. <laughs> yeah. I was really proud of myself. <laughs> Can we get a oh, live stream going of Where's Waldo? Not the game, but just Me like looking an over the the, just like an over the camera shot reading the book. Wasn't Again, David. <laughs> you don't read a Where's Waldo book. <laughs> no, 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 John. Okay, here's what you do. You get the camera over the shoulder. You hold the book in front of you. You just start in the top left corner and start naming everything you see left yes. or right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, my God. Where's Waldo audio book? That's yes. how you read it. A Waldo. A Waldo. A Waldo with no hat. A Waldo. A Waldo. A Waldo with no glasses. A wizard. <laughs> a dragon's tail. A Waldo. A Waldo? A dog playing basketball. A, a shark. Hey, that one doesn't have a sock! Oh, it's him! <laughs> uh, yeah, um, let's do that. Let's let's read the audiobooks of First Waldo. Uh, we should, uh, we can sell that, guys. Patreon bonus. God, can you imagine how many people we could, like, lull to sleep on, like, a long highway drive by reading them Where's Waldo? <laughs> yeah, while they're driving. <laughs> Wow, man, that's just relaxing. These guys, they can really name the objects in a Where's Waldo book, really. <laughs> imagine. Smash. Imagine your mind's eye. A Waldo. 
A Waldo. A Waldo. A Waldo. A Waldo. <laughs> where's Waldo ASMR? A Voldo. <laughs> oh, where's Voldo? He's behind oh, God. Me. Let's get the fuck out of here before we have to really go into Where's Voldo. Because that's the game, baby. That's the remake. <laughs> I think Where's Voldo goes into you. Oh. <laughs> game five.
Okay, so um, this game and its counterpart are the first games in the main core series to not feature what word in their title. David's got the serious face on. I've upset him. I'm just Johnny trying to and think... Jesse seem less perturbed. I'm yeah. just trying to think of... That trivia hint's a bitch. When you, say, when you say the first to not include a word, do you mean like a single word? A single word appears in every game title prior to this one in the main series. This is the first game in the series that does not feature that word. <laughs> it's gonna piss you off. <laughs> Johnny says, dude, where's my Voldo? Uh, Johnny, check your ass. Uh, Jesse says, Super Mario Spikers. Um, not, a, not a game that I'm aware of. And David has the correct answer. This is Pokemon X and Y. <laughs> Because that last song is like the bridge bicycle music, isn't it? It's the bicycle, yes. Okay. Now, David, what's the word that appears in every Pokemon title prior to this but does not appear in this game's title? Oh, I know. Oh, I think Johnny knows. I have no Johnny's idea. Johnny's got a chance for a bonus point. Johnny, what's the word? Version. Version is the word. Get the yeah. fuck out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Johnny, play yourself a sound. Uh... Hot take. I said one sound. Oops. One sound, John. Got two sounds. Jeez. I want a sound. No, my fingers are just fat. <laughs> Jesse, you didn't get any sounds. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, David, every game prior to this, and none of them since, they they dropped the word version. It was cleaner. Um, kind of like the Facebook. Um, Is it really like Pokemon Pearl version? Every single <laughs> one of them before this. Pearl version? Huh. <laughs> That's it's right there on the box on every single game. You're like, wow. No, they, they're, they're just called Diamond and Pearl. No, it says Pearl version. Son of a bitch. That... <laughs> hmm. 
It pisses you off, doesn't it? It does. I mean, I got it right, but still, it pisses yeah. you off. That's, I mean, that's the kind of trivia hint that I just lap up. Just, you know, that's just too fucking silly. Like, well, I mean, no, like, no, no. The word version surely wasn't in every single game title. No, it's on every box. Every single one. Well, I don't think they put it, in, like, in Pokemon Snap. <laughs> Pokemon I Snap said, version. He said main, main series, series, Johnny. <laughs> but that's also... I qualified that trivia very well. It was not Pokemon Stadium version. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, Pokemon X and Y, man, what a game that I picked up nine years ago and uh, never finished. Like, uh, man, for a t- there was a time where I felt bad for having not finished this. And then looking back, I'm like, eh, this seems like one of the more missable Pokemon games. <laughs> I do have a question. How far did you get in X and Y? I don't know. Okay, because like, I have never finished X and Y, but uh, I I beat all eight gym leaders, and I was on my way to the Elite Four, and I was like, you know, I'm good. Okay, yeah, no, shame on you for not finishing at that point. Uh, no, I, I definitely didn't get to that. I was nowhere near the end game. I just got burned out. Like, I just kind of realized I wasn't terribly enjoying myself, and... Yeah, it's time to time to move on to other things. But like, you know, there's there's always a lot to love in a Pokemon game. Um, this one, uh, I like the I like the starters. Yeah, I like uh, I like the starter that I chose, even though I did have a little bit of buyer's remorse not going with uh, you know Froakie. Uh, David, who is your starter in this? You're you're a grass man, right? Yes, and so you went, I you, you went Chespin. I did, and I I very much regret that because I was yeah. not a fan of Chestnut. <laughs> yeah, Chespin actually might be amongst the worst grass starters. Um, ultimately, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I, I I'm I'm not prepared to defend that statement in any way or back it up with data. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I do think it was kind of cool where the three starters kind of became RPG classes. Because you had, like, the knight, the thief, and the wizard. Like, I yes. thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, uh, Jesse, real quick, did you play Pokemon X and Y? Uh, probably, but I probably did not finish it yeah, at can't, all. Yeah, you can't distinguish uh, it from other ones in your memory. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, uh, you know, I, I had a little buyer's remorse ultimately not getting going with Froakie and going with Greninja, because... It's a frog ninja. Like, yeah, he's pretty cool. It's so fucking dope. And then once they put him in Smash Bros, it's like, okay, well, yeah, that's that's a pretty goddamn cool Pokemon. Like, it's a frog that throws water shuriken. Like, And he uses his tongue as a scarf. Yes, yeah. he does. He's a fucking smooth operator, that fucking Greninja. I went with uh, fucking Fennekin. And, you know, ultimately, you know, you get Delphox. And I gotta give it up. I, I feel like Delphox is underappreciated. I feel like a lot of fire starters and their evolutions are underappreciated. Delphox, I think, is pretty fucking cool. Like, I'd agree with that. Kind of like cool, tall fox that casts dark fire magic. You know, like, uh, I, I, oh, pretty cool. Pretty cool fox. But, yeah, uh, there was something about this game that just, you know, I, I was trying to get into it. It was the first Pokemon game I'd played in years. I'm not a big Pokemon guy. You know, like, at this point, it's, you know, we're talking red, blue, a few spinoffs here and there, Smash Bros, then this. And it wasn't until Sword and Shield that I picked another one up. 
like, I'm just not a big Pokemon guy, so Pokemon X and Y, I feel like I was like, yeah, rare to go, and then, oh, well, I don't know, this ain't, this ain't, so, this ain't so great. <laughs> this is fine. Yeah, exactly, that's what it was. I was like, yeah, I don't know, I'd rather be playing a different game. Like, it, uh, I don't know. Like, there was something about, like, the, uh, the movement in it that I didn't care for. I feel like you were rollerblading a lot. Um, which, you know, I don't know, seems weird in hindsight. Like, they really pushed the rollerblades on you. And I felt like I was just not doing enough of the new stuff they added. And I was, like, kind of just not... I know, you, you know, I'm not, like, trying to play Pokemon, like, the hardcore way. I don't know what the fucking right way to play a Pokemon game is. But it's, like, I'm not doing Pokemon me where you pet your Pokemon and fucking make faces at them so they grow a bigger bond with you. I'm just not doing that. Like, you know, I don't remember the super training. I don't think I did any of it. Uh, yeah, it, there was there were things that I just felt like I wasn't doing, and I felt like I wasn't doing a good job of playing the game. And I don't know. I will say this game did introduce some of my favorite new poke well i mean new at the time but some of my favorite pokemon because please this is tell me which ones because i can't remember any of them outside the starters <laughs> so you had um i can't remember its name but there's the like blue shrimp pokemon that turns into clawitzer which is like the lobster pokemon with the giant water cannon claw really Dope, like them cool. um this game also had cool fossils. It had the Tyrannosaurus Pokemon and the Sauropod Pokemon, who was ice, with the uh, like dope. giant frill Aurora Borealis. And right. this game also had one of the greatest <laughs> Pokemon in all time, Honedge, the Haunted Sword. Okay, see, yeah, oh. I feel like it might have been you then, David, that kind of talked me into getting this, because I know you're a, you're a Honedge boy. You're, you know... Uh, David, uh, one might say miso honedge regarding you. <laughs> um, and they wouldn't be wrong. Plus there was also um, Pancham, the like cute little panda cub that if you had a dark type in your party and then mm -hmm. leveled it up, that's yeah. when it evolved because like yep. it had to have a bad Pokemon to kind of turn it into the giant panda that would whoop your ass. Yeah, no, I love That's me cool. Pancham with the little sprig in its mouth and then Pangoro with a fucking just, you know, big badass Pokemon. I love, love Pangoro. Um, I forgot that detail of its evolution, but yeah, that's, uh, that's a big one. Um, but yeah, it, it, uh, it just felt like kind of a, I don't know, maybe the last of like, you know, them not like putting everything they had or like trying something new like this felt like the last like okay well you know it's it's a safe pokemon game we're not gonna really shake up the formula too much it, you know it's gonna be eight gyms it's gonna be the elite four it's gonna be a team of world dominating fruity guys fucking team flare in this case or whoever uh you know that's gonna be that and then yeah, i don't know you know i don't know if i'm of you know the same opinion as many people, but after this they were like, okay, well we kind of got to change it up. We got to go Pokemon Sun and Moon. We got to try some new shit. We got to give people a little bit better fan service. You know, I feel like after this one they kind of realized like we got to do a little bit better on these Pokemon games because Pokemon X Y, like really that's that's like even the name ends up feeling like a placeholder name. Like, X and Y is your the name of your game? That's the final thing? That's, that's not a first draft? 
Okay, you got an X-shaped Pokemon and a Y-shaped Pokemon, huh? Cool. I guess. Yeah, because I feel like they... Not that they messed up, but I feel like they knew they kind of were running play, in place because <laughs> you were expecting, like, there was Pokemon X with Xernia and Pokemon Y with whatever that Pokemon was. Yvitol. Yeah. And they, like, alluded to, like, Zygrade, this new Pokemon that was a giant snake forming a Z, and, like, everybody was waiting for Pokemon Z to come out, and it never did. They were like, right. yeah, no, fuck it. Yeah, I feel like any of that stuff that they, you know, wanted to do, they ended up working it into, like, the Pokemon XYZ anime or something. Uh, which, you know, I watched a little bit of with my kid. It was on Netflix or something, you know. We don't even need to get into the way the anime is nearly unrecognizable from back when I was a young person. But is this the first appearance of Halucha? It oh, is the first man, appearance of Halucha. It sure is. Okay, so okay. yes, big points for Halucha. What a He's fucking, fucking Pokemon! Like, see, that's the thing. Even in what I am now, you know, obviously falls deep in the middle of calling a middling entry in the series, you still find something really great, like a fucking luchador bird. Like, Plus, even when has, they're just um, not that great, you got a lucha bird. <laughs> I think it's flying press. It's like signature move. It's the only move that is a dual type move. Dope. Like it's fighting and flying as a move. Yep. Love it. Um... And I guess also this did, this did advance the series a little bit. And this is the first game with fairy type, right? Uh, yes, as well as yeah. uh, mega evolutions. Right. So you know, there's a lot going on, and but but at the same time, it still somehow felt like it was just kind of a I don't know whatever entry in the series. So I'm glad that they ultimately you know tried some new things. Uh, I'm happy with the direction the series is going, you know, between fucking, you know, sun and moon, and then, you know, I, I like the new region-based settings for the games, and then, you know, with the Pokemon Legends stuff, it feels like the series is moving in the right direction since this game. But, yeah, this game was not the one to draw me back into the series. It took, uh, took a few more years and a couple more generations or whatever for me to you know, fucking think I wanted to play Pokemon again because I was like, eh, yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't even play Sun and Moon because I figured it was just going to be this, but you know, in Hawaii. <laughs> oh, Sun and Moon is really good. <laughs> yeah, and see, I, yeah, I feel I like bad. Those. I need to go back and play those, and I so wish we could get some kind of collection, or not even collection, but a remaster, an upgrade, anything for the Switch. Get it off 3DS, let me play it on my fucking TV. I would play these in a heartbeat. <laughs> like, okay, for a second, I thought you meant like any kind of Pokemon, like revamp for Switch. Just like, well, brilliant right. Diamond and Shining Pearl exist. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm I'm talking specifically these 3DS ones that seem like they have promise and a lot of interesting things going on that I don't want to go back and play on my 3DS. Like, how much longer? I mean, so they just did fucking Diamond and Pearl. So how long does it mean we have to wait before they do fucking triple X and triple Y? <laughs> like, uh, be very <laughs> careful about what you ask for. Yeah, yeah. Well, Pokemon. Have you been to the Wood Rocket website? Because there's a Pokemon triple X over there. Yeah. And it's not good. I bet it's not. I would not uh, not want to even picture what that is. Um, but yeah, I'm just saying, like... 
you know, you got some quality games that are stuck on the system that they're now just kind of moving past, and it's like, you know, I don't know if you know about this uh, Pokemon thing and its thing, its fans. You got a lot of fans of this series, and you can trick them into buying a game a second time. It's easy to do it. Just put it on a new system and charge them slightly less than the first time. They'll do it. They'll all do it. So sounds crazy enough to money. work. That's what I'm saying. I want you know. I want these nice, uh, nice looking XY Kalos region Pokemon up on my big screen. I, I don't want to fucking charge my 3DS. I don't even know where my fucking 3DS is. I thought about fucking busting that thing out to see how far I got in the game, so I could really speak to how far I was before I didn't complete the game. Can't find it. Don't know where it is. It's around here somewhere. I don't know where though. <laughs> what a mystery. Um, I miss my 3DS. I miss wanting to play it. What a time it was. Yeah. But that's just uh, that's my life with handheld systems. You know, really, I could have done a whole episode about unfinished games on handheld systems, because that's just uh, that's the life of me as a handheld gamer. Anyway, uh, Pokemon X, Pokemon Y, pretty cool. Uh, you know, not excellent. But, you know, many fun things, you know, nice new ideas. And uh, I want to see them, you know, I would I would gladly give uh, the N- Nintendo or the Pokemon Company or whomever $20. $25 even for a fucking Switch port of one of these. You, I'd do it. You hear that, Game Freak? We know you're listening. Yeah. You're missing out on $25 minimum. Yeah, Masuda, motherfucker. 25 US dollars. <laughs> I got it right here in my pocket. I'm not going to show it to you, but I'm telling you, I got it. Well, because we know and you're listening go- in podcast form, not on the live show. Yes. Not important for me to show it. What's important is that I, you know, I'm a man of means. I have $25 of disposable income to spend on a Pokemon remake. So, uh, you know, Nintendo should probably do that. They, they really should do that, in fact. I, uh, I want, you know, HD Howlucha. And yes, I know he was in Sword and Shield. I want him again and again. Uh, as many HD Howluchas as I can get. Yeah, but Please you know what thank. he was not in? Pokin Tournament. Which is a travesty. Ooh. Yeah, see? Oh, yeah. That's, uh, that is a travesty. It's a travesty that every Pokemon in existence wasn't in Pokin Tournament. But that's a topic for another day. I mean, you're talking Why about the like Pokemon fighting characters game came in out. a fighting game. Yes, that's what I'm talking about, David. Why the fuck was... Why are you going to make a Pokemon fighting game without 800 characters in it? Hmm? It's lazy. Yeah, I don't know why. That's so... Laziness, David. On the part of these companies. Namco? Ashamed of yourselves. Pokemon Company? Double ashamed of yourselves. I know you've got all those characters sitting around. Just, you know, come on. Outrageous. Calculating computer activated. Computers. Beeps. Scoring complete. This game's winner is... David Fleming. He's back, baby. Nice work. Yep. I am very good about not finishing things. Yep. We call him Mr. Never Finishes. Um... That's frustrating. Poor yeah. guy. I don't know if that's an insult or... You take it how you want, <laughs> He never comes. Hey, not what I said. Not at all what I said, Jesse. Um, 
But yeah, David, congratulations. You've finished uh, one thing. You've <laughs> finished this episode of Game That Tune <laughs> with a win. Congratulations on that. Um, I know you've recently uh, had a theme on the show that we, uh, you know, derided and made fun of and ended up making the best episode of all time out of. So I'm curious if you can possibly top that or, depending on your perspective, write the ship with a better theme. So, you know, I was thinking about that. I got a lot of shit, so I think I have a good theme. Games that are square. No. Um, <laughs> so I was do, actually do pixels um, count thinking this might be a, an interesting take. Uh, games featuring redesigns. So, like either a character or maybe the game itself um, that was like revamped and redesigned like Paper Mario or you know anything of that nature hmm maybe something like Garo Mark of the Wolves cause you know Terry Bogard got the leather jacket and a visual redesign you know games with some redesigned elements so I mean like are we I see. Would a generational sequel be enough of a redesign? Like the, the graphical upgrade from, say, the PS2 to PS3? Is that enough of a redesign for most things? Or uh, what are we talking here? I mean, depending how extensive the upgrade is. Right. Because, like, you know, like Ryu from Street Fighter, he's barely ever getting a redesign. But, you know, there's uh, plenty of Street Fighter games out there to pick from, and he's slightly different in all of them. I mean, I would say, like, Street Fighter 4... He got a redesign. Yeah, it's, he's much more like muscle than style. True. Okay. Yeah. 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 Cool. I can. I can work that. I. F I feel like you know standard GTT rule. If you can defend it, go for it. <laughs> Gladly. Sounds good, David. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, fantastic theme. I'm gonna think on some uh, some sequels. Think on some characters that maybe underwent a redesign. Uh, you know, gonna gonna workshop some things and see what we come up with. I like it. I like it a lot. So, uh, great game tonight, David. Congrats, and uh, you know, thank you everybody for listening. Thanks to everybody watching live with us. Uh, we're live. We're uh, uh, every Wednesday night. We're on Twitch. We're on YouTube. We're on Facebook. Search for Game That Tune. Johnny, are we on? Do we do an own cast broadcast of the show yet? No, not yet. Okay, cool. Just checking. Uh, we're not on the independent thing yet. So yeah, check out Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. Search for Game That Tune every week at 9 Eastern. Uh, yeah, we love you guys watching live with us. Uh, we're in your podcast devices on Tuesday mornings. Thank you, everybody, listening there. Rate, review, subscribe, share the podcast with people. Force it upon your friends. Get them in the car. Turn the podcast on. Lock the doors. Take a long drive. See how it goes. It'll, um, and and make sure you drive fast enough to where it's very dangerous for them to try to get out. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. I, I I assume that. Yeah, the doors being locked is not merely enough. So you really want to you know, do a high stakes, high pressure drive with game that. Lock the windows. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, no windows. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, enjoy us in podcast form. We appreciate that. Thank you to everybody checking out Patreon. Patreon.com slash Game That Tune. we got a lot of fun exclusives. We've got GTT Gems. We've got mixtapes. We've got movie commentaries. And you help us keep the lights on at our 24-7 video game music live stream at radio.gamethattune.com. And we super appreciate you guys doing that. Because, uh, you know, we need your donations and support more than ever, and we love you guys for supporting us. We want to give a special, extra special shout out to our Patreon absurd fans Alex Messenger, Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens, Taylor Y., Sam L., Mork, Tasty, Grimmery, 
Phoenix Tier 2121, Unsaddled Zebra, uh, Akadar, The Kerrigan, and Acre. A fantastic group of patrons that we've got over there. Just, a, a, you know, we call them absurd fans. It's absurd that we have this high quality of fan. And uh, we love you guys. So, uh, you know, tell your friends to give us also money at patreon.com slash game that tune. Uh, Johnny did the request this week. Johnny, who was our requester? Uh, Ann Kerrigan, and they placed their request on gamethattune.club. Gamethattune.club, as I've promised, gets you even more priority on the show than a request placed by a, like, a paying patron. I didn't think anybody would actually go to the club and place the request, so, you know, thank you, Kerrigan, for doing that. Uh, but yeah, you can make a request game that tune.club come there and interact with us in our secret, you know, social media server, but uh, the more, you know, better way to really get your request to us is discord. Join us in our discord server, check the show notes, join us there, chit chat along with us, make requests. We love hanging out with you guys. And, uh, that's pretty much going to do it for us on the show. David, you've got bonus tunes and I want to know what they are. Uh, so we're going to close out with a song from a game featuring a fantastic redesign of a character from mm. Mega Man X. This is Boomer Kawanger. Oh, man, that is just the perfect tie into those uh, to that theme. Great job, David. We love you guys. Peace out, everybody. Short and sweet. Good shit. Uh, Thrill Kill was never copyrighted because it was never made. Silent Hill 4 The Room is copyright 2004. Konami. Chris Tales is copyright 2021. Dreams Uncorporated. And Psych. The Great Waldo Search is copyright 1992. Radiance. Pokemon X and Y is copyright 2013. Game Freak Incorporated. Nintendo of America Incorporated. Creatures Incorporated. And The Pokemon Company.